Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson Razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com holiday. Here in Key West, we were out before it was in. In this open and inclusive paradise, you can be yourself, make new friends, and savor our live and let live vibe. With LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. It's the Custard TV podcast with myself, Luke, editor, and bizarrely happy all of a sudden. I've been miserable all day. Uh, Matt in the north, feeling miserable all day. That's because you're you're with us. That's what gets you happy, isn't it? Yeah, it's less of a podcast and more of caring the community for me. This group help session. Uh, Yeah, Matt in the north. Yeah, and Gary in the London area. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently. Don't feel like you have to acknowledge the fact I you're there. I did acknowledge it. We had a whole conversation. I know, but imagine if that's edited out now. How foolish you'll look. Luke, Gary, and Matt talking telly on the Custard TV podcast. We yeah, you, start, you do um, with something that we both want to sort of promote, I suppose, which is um, Unforgotten. Yeah, I mean, this is a difficult one because obviously we're promoting it, but by the time this is out, it will have been on. People yeah, but will have I said don't know how many people it. will sort of seek this out, you know, off the off their own backs. If you know, you know, it, it does, for all intents and purposes, look like just another ITV crime drama. Uh, stars Nicola Walker and uh, Sanjeev Bhaskar. As two uh, detectives uh, find a, they find a body under a building early on, and they're just basically mm-hmm. the first episode is them trying to actually identify who this is because there's hardly any information about um, you know what, the house was a lot of different things. It, it, the body could have been from years and years and years ago, and then well, and I then think... alongside that you've got the story of all these sort of. I don't elderly, but sort of more mature characters. You've got uh, Bernard Hill, who's a priest. You know, Trevor Eve, who's a uh, politician in the House of a Lords. A One Direction loving place. A One Direction I loving place. Well? Bernard Hill. Tom yeah. Courtney, who's this like retiree, yeah. whose wife, who's played he by. He sits Gemma, around a lot, Gemma, though. Tom who, Courtney. Yeah, who's, who's what? He's in a wheelchair. His wife, played yeah. by Gemma Jones, <laughs> has got Alzheimer's, and his sons are yeah. trying to move them into. Um, residential accommodation. accommodation. What I liked about it most is, it's annoying, it looks on the document here like Gary hasn't seen From Darkness, which is so frustrating because I really want to talk about that. And then it's the complete antithesis of From Darkness because that was, for me, that was Mm. plodding, it was long, nothing happened. Unforgotten, though, mm. is just perfectly paced. It's really well paced, paced as well, because this is the it's first... It's perfectly spot. paced. You've got all these characters, and you're not quite sure what the connection is to the... But you like them yeah. all, don't you? And you like mm. all their individual stories, and Even it doesn't though, really matter yeah, when they I mean, I don't them. know if I like them all, because they've all... They sort of point... I certainly like Ruth Sheen. I think, to me, she's the strongest. 
certainly the Bernard Hill character is a bit, you know, hard to like sometimes. Yeah, I suppose what I mean is you're interested, interested in, in them, their oh, stories. Definitely, definitely. And at yeah. the end, you do get the payoff of the connection, don't you, between... The, well, you certainly find out that there is a connection between the, the body they find and the four characters. I really like the fact that this is not a crime drama in the sense of they're knocking on people's doors, finding this out, finding do you that think, out. Do you it, think they will all... be knocking on people's doors? Oh, it'll, it'll get to that stage, but I think it just takes its it takes its time, but not in a sort of when is something going to happen sort of way, but in a sort of we've got a story and, to tell, let's... Do it. Another comparison, I suppose you could make, and this was brought up in the in the Radio Times and Alison Graham's column, mm. is the difference between the Nicola Walker character in this and the Anne Marie Dove character in From Darkness. That um, it's not even comparable. Nicola Walker to me. Could... is just is just a police officer. She you know she yeah. does a job. She goes home. She lives with her dad. This felt very much like something ITV would have done a few years ago. Mm. It felt classy. It felt it's like fit, it knew what it was doing. Like from Chris, and it's from Chris Lang, who yeah. we've seen like a mother's son from him. Um, yeah. uh, the Reckoning, which I really enjoy. I thought that was a really yeah, good one. Yeah, I thought that was and super. Sort of, yeah. Torn, Torn is Torn my favourite one of Bradley his. Walsh. Walsh. Um, and Nicola Walker, as it happens. Solely on this first episode, I want to say, I could admit when you know we've gone a bit too far, or me personally saying ITV's rubbish, and for the most part they have been. But this really grabbed me again, and I hope it stays good and it can go on the best of the year. It's the one thing from ITV this year to stand In contrast, out. Contrast as we've been talking brilliant. about it from Darkness, which has a lead female. Well, she's an ex-detective, isn't he? This is basically yeah. uh, police detective played by Johnny Harris. In this case. Uh, finds uh, again some uh, remains. It was bodies. All, the, the beginning of these are very yeah, similar, body, aren't they? It's remains just people of bodies on bo- building sites that relate back to a case in the late 1990s that was worked on by Amory's Duff's character, who has a past mm. and runs away from Ooh. her past by running, literally running. Oh, yeah, training wow. for the How Iron did they think Woman of it? competition. I'm genuinely frustrated that Gary hasn't yeah. had a chance to see this because it would be. I am very much. This was. Awful, mm. it was cliched, it was this long. This was Gary's was... pick of the week last week. You really didn't like it. I, I liked <sighs> the, the first 20 minutes or so of this. I liked all the performances. Luke Newbury from In the Flesh was very good, but he sort he of was good. Well, his character was good. His but character he was, was good. I liked enough. him. It was a different performance yeah. than we've seen from him before. And but I, I liked think his everything character. we said about Unforgotten, yeah. we could say the complete opposite. Mm. Again, this is four, so Darkness. it's a bit quicker and... But interestingly, from a female writer, it's not that much quicker well. though. Really, it's not that mm. much quicker though. Really, is it in pace? Yeah. I mean, I think I know more about the characters in in Unforgotten yeah. already than I do about any of the characters. <laughs> Can in I ask from a question? Darkness. When the BBC does drama well, we all really love it, and I think and we can all yeah. pick on it. When when yeah. ITV does its drama well, I feel like we're surprised. But are the BBC hurt by the fact that their programmes are either thirty minutes or an hour? And are ITV, therefore, given the opportunity that they can make things more of the 45-minute level with breaks, with adverts, with gaps, with natural pauses, which they can use to break up drama? I think it really depends on the script. I mean, some mm. like an, an, an episode of Accused is an hour and it really flies by sure. for me. that's what I'm saying. Uh, well, st- I mean, like, you know, we'll come it, on to talk about Dr. Foster. It depends um, on how much story I, I, you've got to tell, really. Yeah. Where Unforgotten took its time, 
From Darkness took its time as well, but they've only got three more hours to tell that I story. Liked the, I, I, I thought he was going somewhere. The Scotland, Everything that happened in Scotland when the detectives went up there, you first met Anne-Marie Duff, I liked all those interactions and stuff, but it's when it got to the scene with the Anne-Marie Duff and Johnny Harris mm. in the cafe. That's where it fell apart it fell for me apart as well, me. bizarre. Uh, just quickly then, my pick of the week last week, which was the end of This Is England 90 and the end of the mm. This Is England franchise generally, which I thought... You say about pacing, this was, with, a, with ads, this was an hour and a half, and this just flew by for me, even though a lot of it was sort of t- pieced together but like two-handers by a lot of the characters. There was a lot of clips from the first This Is England film to put context in. It was all beautifully done. I think if you've sort of grown up with these characters, because, I mean, I watched the eight or no, almost nine years ago now, the, f- the first film came out, You've seen these characters grow, especially Thomas Turgoose, who was a young lad when it started and is now in his early 20s. This ended with uh, Woody and Lowell's wedding, but there was, a, there was a lot of sort of reflective conversations about certain things that had happened. I just think you have to sort of have a heart of stone not to have had some sort of emotional reaction to this last episode because it was just so well done. This series has been a sort of a series of two halves. The first two episodes were quite light, there was very little darkness, but as soon, episode three hit, there was that dinner party conversation that we talked about last week, and then this final episode was just brilliantly done. Talking of dinner party what? conversations... Oh, come on, you come beast! On. What a beast of a man! Come on, Dr. Foster! That is a segue and a half! <laughs> Let's take a second, folks! Let's take a second! <laughs> I've had an odd relationship with this show. The first episode I loved, second episode I enjoyed, third and fourth, not sure, five was incredible. This year I've been very despondent about a lot of stuff, as people on the site will know, and and I've been waiting for something to grab me by the short and curlies, and this absolutely did. It had everything in it I wanted. There was no, you know... I hate when a finale... I know people like finales where they can make their own mind up, but sometimes it's nice to have everything sorted and wrapped up and have that sense of, there's your story, beginning, middle and end. thought it was superb. Mm. I and actually, well. I, I thought... was just like... Because uh. I, I got the impression from like the last thing, the coming soon one on last episode, that it was all going to be the dinner party, but I like how... Yeah, and I thought that would have worked But I well like they, how she done it. sort of had that conversation with the neighbours. With everybody. And then the stuff with her son. I thought, I like the stuff I, with I her think son. And him the, saying, the you're son, never there. The son, a load of people talking about how fantastic Saran Jones was, and she was. But I think that, that uh, Tom Taylor, who played Tom Foster in the show... Was in those final scenes in the in the field when they stopped the car in the field was really yeah. really strong and and from the moment it started to the moment it ended I was doing nothing else but watching that I've program. I've got one question though program. because she still referred to herself at the end as Dr. Gemma Foster even though she go up mm. to you saw her sign the divorce papers with Kurt from teachers. Yeah, I said that you know throughout that I've I've struggled to connect with it. Some of the dialogue was iffy for me some of the characters i didn't even connect with but this final one i mean but I it just, has been i, I realized how into it i was like a glossy I how into us it I was. cable drama and that's what mm. they're going for and i think that's what they got 
I, I suppose the one annoyance for me, and it's a tiny criticism of a great hour of drama, was the final scene where she sort of yeah, goes back in where the, to Doctor where, where she sees the, but again, like her just turning up Jodie yeah, Comer. a little bit, a little bit convenient, yeah, and a little bit. There has you been know. all these little contrivances that maybe yeah. Mike Bartlett can get away with, maybe in the theatre, but on TV, yeah. I think they're more pronounced. <laughs> This series of The X Factor, to me, should be called The X Factor. We know the rugby's on. Keep watching. Um, it pretty much is called that. <laughs> uh, that people, a lot of people are annoyed that there's no, no no X Factor on Saturday. I've talked to people at work and stuff. Who? People oh. at work. Cause it's you mean of, general public it's, people? It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's sort of part of the tradition of you know winter Saturday nights, isn't it? Even though... We don't like it. It's not as good as it was anymore. It's sort of part of the tradition, and for it not to be there, because it would be the live shows by now. But yet we're still in six chair challenge. Oh, they are mode. dragging it out. Um, I assume I, I, that's I mostly agree. down to the rugby, though. The fact that yeah, we, oh yeah, we, we just, just said yeah, we covered that. Well, obviously, um, yeah. And, and Luke, I told you this last night, but I uh, this weekend, this or Sunday night, I was in London with my cousin and her boyfriend because on Monday I went to another screening. Gary. Matt's been to another screening. We haven't been able to do the jingle for a while. Um, so uh, we watched some of the X Factor, not all of it, but some of the Six Chair Challenge on uh, on like catch up. And oh yeah, I said to him, he's never ever watched an episode of the X Factor before, Steve. That, I mean, it's incredible. And, Could and... we get him on this call <laughs> and find out what no, that no, life no, must I'm, be I'm like? Sure Simon Cowell would like to because he must think that those people still exist. As soon as we sat down, I said to him, prepare for your ears to be offended. Um, yeah, and, and, then, and then you the listen first, to the podcast. The first thing and then you he watch... heard was the girl warbling her way through Amazing Grace doing that. Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound. That save a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. And then, like, once the seats were full and the, the chanting begun, he just he couldn't understand why people were fick, so fickle. Because there was the swap, swap, swap. And as soon as Rita did a swap, it was, bring her back, bring her back. <laughs> and was, I just think it's incredible that they managed to spread this one judge, one judge out of the four, over two picking hours. their six chairs over two excruciating hours. I mean, this isn't this isn't in good TV at all, no, is it? No. Strictly quickly, because so this week uh, Peter Andre topped the leaderboard with two thirty dances. Um, th- uh, Jay McGuinness from The Wanted did the best dance so far, though he did a, a nice little waltz. I'm enjoying oh Anita Rani's dancing. I think she's doing well, as is Kelly Bright and uh, Katie now. Derham. I feel Enough sorry for now. Anthony Agogo. Because he's dancing. Please make with, it stop. He's dancing with a. Um, oh yeah, bad arm. Isn't 
And uh, Ewan Thomas uh, got eliminated this week. Oh, and right. also Ains- That's all we need. Ainsley did a, a dance about uh, red, pe- red tomatoes and green peppers for you. Red cool. Enough, enough, enough. God, it's more annoying than the actual programme for me, that quickly strictly thing. Gary. Yes. Have you seen the Bake Off final? Yes. Hallelujah. 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 And it's time for me to eat humble pie, which yes, which wasn't one of the things they cooked on the uh, Bake Off. It could have been a technical. (laughs) That would have been a technical. Not the humble pie, but I'm not telling you how. So I suppose we should say Nadia won. The reason Matt had to eat humble pie was because he chose. Tamal to win. Yeah. Um, Tamal did very well. Um, he, he, I think he just completely lost up the technical. By the second challenge, Nadia had already won it because the other yeah. two yes. had. So whatever think, the oh, other two had done in the showstopper and all three showstoppers. Of the final. The showstoppers, when you get to the final, are always immensely good. Well, no, you say that, Gary, but often. One of the I feel a fight coming on, falls, folks. One of the favourite falls down at the last hurdle. This has happened a couple of years in the Bake Off, certainly in the oh, early okay. days. This one for me was the first one where all three had produced really good final showstoppers. There, you couldn't put yeah. anything between the showstoppers. Was I, was I the only one of the three of us to, to actually genuinely get quite moved by the end? Yeah, or, no, or I think yeah, I thought worked, it's I only didn't... cake. Uh, well, it is, but I I think what makes uh, this different and what why people love it so much is there's no animosity no, on no. the on the Bake Off. There's no although they're competing and they all want to win, they all you've like got, one yeah, another. They're the all decent people. It, but that's why I like Strictly because yeah. you get that in Strictly as well. They have. But I think I think as well. I think it's because Mel and Sue have a comedy background, mm. therefore they're. They're, they see this as an. They're, but they're Mel and Sue are genuinely likable people, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're entertainers. They're there not only to, and also there's the idea that you've got Mel and Sue, and then the judges. Paul Hollywood can play the gruff bad mm. guy because Mel and Sue and Mary. But to he's edited to good play guy. the. He's edited to play yeah. the bad guy. He actually last yeah. night on the final did do Simon Cowell, where he said I didn't like that. I thought it was stunning. Or something yeah, no, along he's those done lines. that a few he's... times. But I think that's yeah. what the X Factor maybe has lost. There's no good guy or good person to balance Hello. out the Simon Cow. I, I can see it coming, and it will come probably sooner than we imagine. But I really hope we don't start to get as cynical about the Bake Off as we now feel about Britain's well, Got Talent. Well, I, I, I think, like you, maybe we've reached the pinnacle of... Oh, sorry, I think it was Matt said. Maybe this has been the, the pinnacle. I mean, already saying that the, the, the Bake Off final would have got the highest rated television programme of the year. Uh, I know we're in October. but Yeah, but so far, so they're, and they're already saying it will be the, the highest rated. The only thing mm. coming up that I think could in any way touch it is Sherlock. Pick of the weeks, guys. Well, I'll let Gary go for the obvious one, so let's get that out of the way first. The most obvious probably would be The Apprentice. Thank you. So, Moving on. And, you, and you, could, <laughs> you can find out more about The Apprentice on thecustardtv.com where we've got uh, profiles of all this year's 18 contestants. Mad. Um, no, Matt would give Nick, Nick Hewer yeah. a heart attack anyway, wouldn't it? Um, on my pick on, of the week... Hold on. Go on. I, I, He's going to have two again, isn't well, he? Go no, on. but you kind of picked The Apprentice for me, so I'm going to have River. So, oh, God. Are, are you going to watch River, or are you going to do what you did with From Darkness? Because if oh. you don't watch it, I will smack you 
with the with the nearest wet fish I have at my disposal. The catch which I've raved about online and on this podcast moves to more four for reasons better known to Channel Four than me at nine o'clock on Monday as opposed to nine o'clock on normal four. So bear that in mind. So that's educating Monday on more four for me with the catch. Educating Cardiff at nine for Matt on Channel Four and River, which is a new Abby Morgan drama. Uh, starring Nicola Walker, we spoke about earlier, for for Gary at 9 o'clock on Tuesday. And now, ah! what, what we have all been waiting for, it is time for Gary to do something. need to go through the rules again then uh so uh luke's going first he's trailing three to four against matt uh he has a, a pick of questions from one to ten uh three please gary number three what was the first name of the character played by keith barron in the 80s sitcom duty free <laughs> no clue <laughs> christ why didn't i go was, with number four it, it wasn't keith was it gary no, you, you, you're not giving an answer, I take it. No, I, I couldn't even guess. Okay. Unless it was Gary, I'll go for Gary. Okay, fine, it wasn't, it was David. Aww. Oh, there you go. Uh, Matt, your choice. Um, number nine, please, Gary. What was won by Ed Kimber in 2010? British Bake What's going on? Oh. Yep, that's correct. The Great British Bake Off. Uh, I did edit that question because it also said Nancy Burke was still in 2014, but I was guessing that Matt. Oh. <laughs> Number one, please. Number one. Which sitcom is set in the fictional offices of Renham Industries? Uh, the IT crowd. There you are. Right. Matt for the win. Oh, okay. I've got to pick a number, haven't I? Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> one, three, and nine have gone. I'll go number ten then. Name the fictional street in the television series Desperate Housewives. Wisteria Lane. Yeah. Oh! There you are. This is... It's five to three. Do you know what I've noticed? This quiz is less fun when I'm not involved as much. (laughs) If it doesn't go to deadlock... If it doesn't go to deadlock, I ain't bothered, son. Right. Oh god. There you go. Okay. Uh, if you want to commiserate with me on Twitter, feel so free. So Gary, what are the scores TV. again? Oh, uh, we don't need to three. go over. Five three. Okay. There you go. Uh, um, right. So um, at Luke Custard TV for me, Facebook.com for us the Custard TV. All the latest stuff online can be found at the TV.com. Thanks as always our to twi- Matt in yeah, the north. I thought you weren't going to do our Twitters then. Who is at Nut TV Bites? Not that you ever tweet. I don't know why you bother. Uh, and also at the, the Gary Show. I tweeted about the Apprentice uh, contestants. Being yeah. On. Okay. Let's let's just have a quick look. What was the last non you know public? What was your last physical comment on Twitter that wasn't? 
There's nothing on here. Okay, the last thing you actually did that was... Yeah, was the 27th of September, and that was the only thing that wasn't plugging something you'd written or put words on the website. And if you want to, Gary in the London area can be found on Twitter as well, at The Gary Show, and his last tweet, um, which was... uh, Oh God! Was the university challenge? Yeah, answer? The, the the answer to the Luke uh, <laughs> question. God, I work with some nerds. Crikey! What oh, is wrong oh, with let's me? Check, let's check Luke's last one, shall we? No, that's not funny. How do I do that here? <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Download this podcast from thecustardtv.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.